the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Whether you have pain in your back or joints, surgery may not be the answer. Instead of the dangers involved in cutting out tissue, consider healing and rejuvenating the area with stem cells, platelet-rich plasma, or prolotherapy. The treatments that are available to professional athletes are now available for you. Watch the videos at jointrehab.com or call the Darrell Wellness Institute at 800-300-9300. 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Welcome back to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. We're taking your calls here in the studio at 866-870-5752. You can speak directly with Dr. Darrow. Check out the website at www.lastemcells.com. That's lastemcells.com. You can email Dr. Darrow off of every page on the site and see him performing the treatments on video. We are here Saturdays at 10 a.m. and again at 1 p.m. And please do call the show today. You get Dr. Darrow's latest book for free. It's called Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy, Regenerate, Don't Operate. And it is here for you, 866-870-5752. And right now we're speaking with Joe in Costa Mesa. I can't hear you, Dr. Darrow. How about now? Can Perfect. you hear me now? Perfect. 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 You're back. So, All right. Joe, Joe, hang with us. Um, I got a couple of things I want to say. Number one, when you get a free copy of my book by calling in today, um, you're going to read about uh, the foreword that Suzanne Summers just um, wrote for me, and it's amazing. She also did a book, a new book, called A New Way to Age, which I'm showing the video people. And uh, it's got an entire chapter about um, regenerative medicine. Um, it's an interview with me, and it's quite long and quite informative. So I would suggest you go to um, Amazon's a good place. You can get a new copy of Suzanne Summers' new book, A New Way to Age. Amazing, amazing book with interviews with doctors and every subject. Um, and she, like me, likes to do things the conservative way in medicine. Um, a lot of people call it alternative medicine. I don't know why it's called alternative. It's the type of medicine that's always been on the planet called natural. Why are we going to be using surgery and drugs when we can do things naturally? To wit, when we have a musculoskeletal problem, why would we get surgery to take out tissue and destabilize the body and uh, have the propensity for different issues coming up later, infections and um, all kinds of other issues, more pain actually. That's what happened to me and my shoulder when I had it done before I knew about this. When you can just walk in the office and get an injection of platelets and or stem cells and um, walk out. Like I said earlier in the show, we don't need to have you dri have someone drive you. You can drive yourself, even if it's your knee 
or your foot or anything else. It's just a few injections. So um, it's the easy way to go. Regenerative medicine is taking over medicine. There's so much research being done on it. It's no longer considered experimental, to me at least. And um, let's get back to you, Joe. Is there anything else that you wanted to tell us about your friend or yourself? Uh, just if a person were to have PRP, say in the shoulder uh, yeah. or, or wherever, how long uh, does it take or what are you supposed to not do for how long, like being active uh, and using that body part? I can tell you what I do with my patients. When a patient comes in, they all complain. Every one of them complains because I say, please don't use that body part for two weeks until you see me again. And they all go, well, what about this? What about that? And I say, you just have to do your best. We're not going to lock you up in bed. And we don't want you lying in bed. We want you to move around. But for a couple of weeks, if you're talking about the shoulder specifically, I would not be doing activities, especially overhead repetitive activities with it, until you come back and we check it out for you. Because that can cause more pain. And you're going to most likely get, it's it's not exactly, that's what everybody says, well, I have to do activity. Then you do what you have to do, but don't overdo it. You just do your Mm -hmm. best. Everybody has an issue where they have. See you in two weeks, and then you make your assessment. Reassess. Yeah, we may reassess, and then you you decide what you want to do. I I don't force anybody to do anything. I make suggestions. People often say, you're the doctor. You tell me what to do. And I go, I'm never going to do that for anybody. You're smart. I'm going to tell you what I suggest. These are the different options. And these are the different roads you can follow depending which option you take. And so, then you get to decide. you re-inject the area um, after two weeks if you think it needs it, if a patient yes. is willing to? Yes. Or, yes. And and I would, I'm not going to say every two weeks. You're not, you know, this is not a robot. It all depends on the person. But um, I'll give you an example. I didn't mention it yet on, today on the show, but I'm thinking back around six or eight weeks ago, I injured my knee. And um, it swelled up, and I went right to the, I was playing golf, actually. I was pushing a golf course up and down Mountain Gate Country Club, which is very hilly. And my knee was already hurting, but I wasn't listening to it. And then it blew up. And I went, drove right over to the office from the golf course. And I looked with the ultrasound, and I had 35 cc's of fluid in my knee. That was quite a bit. I numbed it up, and well, I sterilized it first. I numbed it up with a teeny needle. And then I placed a larger needle in to aspirate out the fluid. Luckily, it was it was clear yellow fluid, which is synovial fluid, which means there was no tear, there was no blood in it. And um, I put in my platelets and my stem cells into it, okay? And I did that four times in one week. I treated myself four times in one week. Now, if you came in, you're not going to want to do that. So for you, we may treat it Uh, one time and then have you come back in two weeks take a look with the ultrasound see if there's more fluid assess your range of motion of the shoulder for you 
and if there's pain and decide what you wanted to do. So it's not up to me. I'm going to give you my suggestions. My suggestion for people who fly in from faraway places is stay in town as long as you can and do as much as you can so you don't have to fly back and forth. I had a gentleman fly in yesterday from Michigan and I was ready to inject his shoulder and his back and he said, well, I want to wait until I get an MRI to see that what's going on. I said, well, you can do that. I said, the only problem is you're going to make an extra trip. He goes, well, I can fly back and forth myself because I have a private jet. So for him, it wasn't an issue. For you, it might be a big issue if you're having to fly in from Europe or something like that. And then you may want to get injected several times. But if you're local, and, and, and typically... Is there a possibility you might only need a one-time injection? Uh, yes. Or, you know, or maybe yes. two masks my, or something? Yes. My, the first time that I hurt my shoulder, it took one... And this is after a failed surgery, okay? I injected it myself, experimenting, because this was a long time ago. It's when I was during doing my residency at UCLA. I injected it myself. And I was miserable. I could barely move my shoulder. Very painful. And I woke up the next morning completely pain-free with full range of motion. And that lasted 12 years. I then re-injured my shoulder. The next time, it took me two injections. Okay? I injected, I injured it a third time. I'm very active. I have to tell you that. I'm not your average athlete. I'm very addictive. I've had days where I'll hit one golf shot over and over and over for four hours. All right, that's the way I am. I like perfection. And I know while I'm doing it, if I start getting pain, there is a potential I'm going to blow out that joint. But usually it doesn't. Usually I just work through it and it goes away. But in those occasions where I blow it out, then I inject myself. Okay, so uh, so if we did a shoulder, a right shoulder, then we would if we do a wrist or both wrists with this polymyalgia, and does it work on polymyalgia? If it is polymyalgia, which I believe it is. Okay, number one, you said which I believe it is. Mm-hmm. What people believe, and this is not against you, I'm saying it, I say it to myself too. What I believe is not real. Most of the time, we create belief systems based on what we read and what people tell us. In your case, it may have nothing to do with polymyalgia rheumatica. I have to examine it and see. I cannot cure poly, polymyalgia rheumatica. Okay? But I might be able to heal your wrists. Mm-hmm. Polymyalgia rheumatica is a systemic disease. Yes, autoimmune. So I got to examine you first. I'm so happy that you called in, Joe, and we had a chance to talk yes. about this. But Thank I can't you. give yes, you all the answers over the over the radio. <laughs> no, okay, no, it's great. But I think we educated a lot of people, and you helped me a lot. And uh, I can call yeah. your office. Yeah. What I want you to do when you come in is I want you to bring your labs 
And I want to see what your C-reactive protein is and some other labs that they've taken, okay? 34. That's not high. Yeah. Okay. It, so, well, and there's ways to lower that. Point, it's higher than 0.02 and high sed rate. No, I know. I know. I got it. What's your sed rate? Uh, low t- 20, 21, 22. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just not high. It, it, so, it's too high for me because I've always been three or four. Anyway, well, let me let me let me take a look at it and let's see. There's dietary things we can do to lower it, and let's see what's going on. Yeah, that sounds great. And then we'll, you'll get me all fixed up, and we'll go hit a hit a tennis ball. All right, you can teach me the new swing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, God bless you, Joe. I appreciate. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate. Oops. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. I, I'm so happy that uh, you called, Joe, and. I think you're right. I think we helped a lot of people understand a lot of things with what you're going through. So Mia called us back. Should we grab her? Let's. Let's give out the phone number first. 866. So we're at 866-870-5752. I'm going to repeat it. 866-870-5752. And Mia, I heard your radio in the background reverbing here so we need to have you turn that down all the way so we can hear you so mia i unplugged it yes mia your daughter has legs and feet issue and she's missing two fingers uh, and what is her worst thing that you'd like to talk about she's 24 years old now but she was born with a amniotic band syndrome are you familiar with it uh, yes, I I studied all of yeah. medicine and I'm pretty familiar with everything. Okay, um, just a lot of people hadn't heard about it, but um, anyway, she's she's beautiful inside and out. But um, the, what happened is the bands wrapped around her two right hand right fingers, her thumb and her index yeah. finger, so she didn't get yeah. that. And then the bands also wrapped around her um, her calf, her right leg. Um, it's like just sleeping with a, a rubber band for nine months, right? Sure. So exactly. what they did is they went in and um, oh, and also um, when she came out, her both her legs were they, they were bent like you're sitting Indian style. So they sure. we had to go in every two weeks and they would break her legs and put little casts on to straighten them out. Oh my so God, the poor thing. Straightened. Yeah. Um, and then also um, then when she was about a year old, um, they went in and they they cut between her thumb and her index finger to make it so she could have more of a grip, like she could hold a pencil. Sure. And then, sure. um, yeah, she's amazing. And then also her, the they went in and they cut the band. It was just like an impression, like, um, and they made a zigzag cut. And then they went in like uh, a couple months later and did the other side, um, the same leg, but they could only do half of it at a time. And then sure. a year later they went in and they, they cut um, both her Achilles tendons and they put... Um, lints in there so it would give her because she has no arch so she could you know bend her bend her feet pretty normal and yeah. um yeah and i just i heard your program and i don't know i just lit up i thought i wonder is there something you we could oh and then also her little toes um um they had to cut each toe apart because they were they were together like they were webbed together so she doesn't sure. have the cushion like we have on our toes like if we stub our toe hers is just bone pretty much is there Anything yeah. that we could do to, to um, well, I don't know. Gener- first of all, generally, there's not much that I could do. There are people um, that use different um, 
I'm going to call them ladders of material to rebuild parts of the body with stem cells. I don't do that. I could refer oh, you okay. to someone. I could refer you to someone um, who does or who has done that. Oh, I, I, I really do appreciate that. Yeah, surgeons do that, but just with injections, I don't think we'd be able to help your daughter very much. There may be some little parts of her body, but they're not the major issues. And um, for people that don't know what amniotic band syndrome is, just so we can let them know, it's when uh, parts of the amniotic uh, sac impinge on the little baby inside and cut off the blood supply and so there isn't proper growth in that area. And that's what happened to your daughter, me. And I'm so sorry, but it sounds like she's a great girl. And you can get to me yeah. through my website, Mia. It's www.lastemcells.com. I'll repeat it, www.lastemcells.com. And I'll help you any way I can in gathering information, okay? That's great. I'll, uh, I'll send you a an email right now. All right. Thank you, Mia. All right. Appreciate God bless your you call. and God bless your daughter. Our number is 866-870-5752 here in the studio. So give us a call and let's go to Cheryl in Torrance. Hey, Cheryl, Dr. Mark Deer, I understand that you have knee problems, both knees or one? Yeah. Um, both, usually walking upstairs mostly. Okay. Did anybody ever tell you that you have patella femoral syndrome? No, but I figured it probably had something to do with the patella. Yeah, the patella is that round bone in front of the knee. And uh, when you have a worn cartilage underneath that, where it normally slides smoothly in the trochlear groove of the femur, then uh-huh. we end up with, with pain going up and down stairs. Another thing that people have is they call it the theater sign. When they are in a movie and they're all scrunched up for two hours, their knees ache. Um, but I can't diagnose it over the radio, but I could diagnose right. it by just moving you around and bending your knee and feeling the patella and seeing what's going on. X-rays are good. Um, if you've had an X-ray MRI, it might also show that. Well, I also have pain standing um, at work, like for usually after four hours, it usually starts kicking in kind of hard, so I didn't know if that was anything to do with that or not. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to examine, I'd have to examine your knee, see how it moves, and um, see if there's any what we call crepitus, grinding, and uh, that uh-huh. would indicate, again, probably this patella femoral syndrome that I'm thinking you might have. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. That helps at uh, all. What I would do with that knee, if that's where the case, I would inject into the joint capsule um, <clears throat> using my ultrasound to guide the needle and put the solution where it belongs. I don't inject into the joint itself because that can scrape loose cartilage. And studies show that when you don't use an ultrasound to inject a knee, you miss the joint one third of the time. So don't, you know, if you're going to get a knee injection, make sure your doctor has an ultrasound to guide him or her. And, uh, I have to say, I've learned a lot just listening to your program. 
Oh, great. I'm, I'm so happy. That's what it's for. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. All. And we, okay. And depending on the amount of wear and tear in your knee, Cheryl, we decide or you would decide whether you wanted to just use platelets from your blood or platelets mixed with stem cells. If it's heavy arthritis you've got going there, you'd probably want to choose the stem cells plus the platelets mixed together. But that's something that we would talk about. Okay. All right. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for the call, Cheryl. Thank you for your call, Cheryl. Our number is 866-870-5752 here in the studio. Give us a call, and we'll go to Diana in Reseda. Diana, Dr. Mark Darrow, your husband's knee is torn in three locations. What are they? Yeah, I, I, I don't remember them. Um, if you mention some of the names, then I can tell you if it's that one or not. I don't remember the name, but um, okay. he was an active basketball player. Yeah. And his knee um, would feel like it doesn't sit in, the, it kind of falls out of its place. Uh, okay. Doctors uh, recommended surgery, but I told him not to because when his dad did surgery for his knee, they caused, um, uh, it starts with an end where you, you, you lose sensation, you have tingling in the nail uh, feeling on your leg so i told him not to do it for that reason he didn't yeah the word that you're thinking the n-word there is neuropathy yes so his dad had knee surgery and they and then caused neuropathy yeah i don't think it's a neuropathy as much as they tweaked the nerve you know it's not what we call a peripheral neuropathy it's just they did nerve damage during the surgery which I find very common with patients who come in to see me. Do, which is one of the reasons I'm not a solution for the... Maybe my father-in-law would have some success with you for neuropathy for a damaged nerve. I'd have to see him. He should be taking B6, about 50 milligrams a day, to try to heal up that nerve. It's probably an impingement on the perineal nerve which goes down the outside of the leg. And sometimes what can be done is what's called a hydrodissection. You take a little needle and you push some saline through it to open up the area around the nerve that's impinged by scar. Okay. And then for, for my husband, his knee, where it's torn in three locations, it hasn't, yes. it hasn't properly healed. I know it's been now over a year. Um, he still prefers no surgery, um, but is, should he do the surgery or should he look for an alternative route from surgery? I'm going to rarely ever suggest that someone gets a surgery for musculoskeletal conditions unless it's a broken bone. So you're talking right, to nope. the wrong guy about should we do surgery or not. If no one's no, no, told no, no, him no. he has to get surgery... I know, but but if someone, if no one has said, "Hey, you got to do surergery or you're gonna, you know, something terrible is gonna happen," then he should get well, surgery. But that him. hasn't happened because. Yeah, that, that's what they told him. I just want to know with your stem cell and platelet therapy, would that help heal the the broken, you know, I, ligament? That's just an L. 
It's broken in I'm three not, parts. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure what you're talking about. You said there's three tears. Typical tears in the knee are the medial collateral ligament or lateral collateral ligament, the meniscus, the ACL. The ACL, the meniscus, and there's one more that's torn. Those are the two that I do know. The ACL and the meniscus are torn. Okay. I'm not worried about it. I think he's healable just based on the fact that he hasn't had to have surgery. And the show is over. God bless you. We appreciate you, Diana, for your call. So sorry. Thank you, Nita, for your great hosting. You're welcome. Thank you, Dr. Darrow. Thank you, everybody on the show. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Suzette. And remember to join us next time. And remember to listen to the pet show with our pal Warren Eckstein from 11 to 1 every Saturday. I'm your host, Nita Valens. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Living Pain Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. Now that you've heard Dr. Darrow, You can schedule an appointment to talk with him in person by calling his office anytime at 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Or go online to lastemcells.com. Again, the website is lastemcells.com. Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow is heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. here on AM870, The Answer. Remember, to take the first step toward a pain-free life, schedule an appointment by calling 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Live long and pain-free. And thanks for joining us today.